Well, hello. My name is Carter Hammond. I have a new life in Christ. I'm in recovery for alcoholism, lust, anger, and the fear of man. And it really is an honor and a privilege to get to speak to y'all tonight. Um, I told John Elmore a while back that I've gone through many recovery programs throughout my life, uh, but regeneration has been the one that's been the most life-changing. That's because of one thing. Regen doesn't point to a higher power that saves. It points to Jesus, the only name by which we can be saved. Christ doesn't merely treat symptoms. He gives us what we really need, which is a new heart. And it's for that reason Regen's changed my life and also the band of brothers right here um, in this room that I get to walk with. So. I grew up in a loving Christian home in Nashville, Tennessee, with great parents, I have nothing negative at all to say about my upbringing. It wasn't until middle school that I remember challenges began to take place. I was much shorter than my peers, and I'd been the subject of bullying and belittling by many of them. Uh, the bullying created in me a sense of fear and defensiveness uh, against others. And one defense mechanism that I resorted to was doing things in order to make people, to make me, people like me. And so the approval of others was what I desired more than anything. This desire to be approved of continued into high school when I fell into the wrong group of friends and I had my first alcoholic beverage when I was a junior in high school. And this was a big step for me as I lived a pretty sheltered life. Drinking turned into a practice which then became a lifestyle. I proceeded to engage in sexual activity with many women and my drinking continued to get worse. My parents, they were devastated, and they certainly couldn't control the decisions that I was making. When I left for college, they stopped trying to control me, and instead, they simply prayed that God would save me. I went to Auburn University, where I wasn't an alcoholic, I was just going to college. I roomed with my best friend from high school at the time, and in the middle of the semester, I discovered that he had harmed my family in a way I'm not able to disclose, simply out of protection for them. I told my friend at the time that I had forgiven him, but when my birthday came around, I got extremely drunk and I viciously attacked him. And he told others later that he saw in my eyes that I was gonna kill him had there not been people there to stop me. I don't remember much about that night, but when I woke up the next morning, our apartment was completely destroyed, all because of me. I got in my car that day and began driving home to Nashville. And it was at that moment I told Jesus that I couldn't keep living the way that I was, that I wanted him to come into my heart and to forgive me for my sins. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. It was just the Lord and I in the car that day driving back home to Nashville, and it was that day that I knew that I was saved. The next eight months I spent in Nashville were some of the best days of my life. I worked two jobs, doing construction in the day and serving at a country club at night to pay off the damages that I had caused in Auburn. And during this time, I completely saturated myself with God's word. I read the New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, many times over. And the people that I had grown up with were stunned at the transformation that had taken place. And during that time, I didn't have a single drink. 
After a while, I began to enjoy the newfound approval that I had from others. I also believed foolishly that I learned everything I needed to know about God, which led me to spend less and less time in his word and in prayer until finally the enemy saw his opening. One night at a bar where my brothers were playing a concert, I decided I could probably have a few beers and be okay, and it turned out I was right. I had a few beers and went home just fine, but this became a stepping stone to later bringing home a six-pack. A six-pack became a 12-pack. A 12-pack became a pint of liquor. A pint of liquor became half a fifth, and this snowball effect became a regular practice in my room alone. I had backslided into alcoholism again. Eventually, an opportunity opened up for me to move to West Texas to work for an artist management company in the music industry. So I packed up my car and drove out to Midland. And for those of you who don't know Midland, it's got a great beach, just no ocean. (laughs) There's also not much to do out there except pull oil out of the ground and drink. But working in Midland completely isolated me and only made my drinking worse. I began to engage once again in sexual activity with women far worse than before. And I even committed adultery with a married woman. Looking back in the midst of my debauchery, I realized that the Lord, although quiet, was still with me. My sin was great. My sin was great, but I still prayed in my car every day, Lord, do whatever it takes to bring me back to you. Be careful, by the way, when you ask God to do whatever it takes. C.S. Lewis would say that God is not safe, but he is good. And he was about to lead me through the fire for the sake of my redemption. One night in Midland, when I had been drinking heavily with friends, I decided to take one of my friends back to her house. I was so intoxicated that I ended up driving on the wrong side of the highway, passing cars. By the grace of God, a police officer in his home vehicle managed to pull me over, and I resisted arrest, but eventually was thrown in jail that night. I distinctly remember the walls of that jail and asking myself, how did I get here? My friends bailed me out the next, of jail the next morning, and on the car ride back to my apartment, I looked out the window and I told them that I was going to start living for the Lord again. Josh Gatewood was a young man I had met briefly prior to my incident. I had heard that he was a man of God there in Midland, and I felt in my heart that same weekend that I was supposed to call him. I told him I had no idea why I was calling him other than I felt like I needed to. He graciously stopped what he was doing and listened to me tell the story of everything that had just happened to me. The very next morning, he met me at Cracker Barrel, where we talked about the Lord and all the things I'd learned when I was first sober, it all came rushing back to me. My love for God felt new and restored, and I was thankful to Josh for spending my first sober weekend with me. Josh invited me to a weekly apologetics Bible study where I grew in my faith, and I learned how to give an answer for the faith that I had. I ended up moving to Austin, Texas, years later, where I met my beautiful wife, Alexis Hale, of five years. Funny enough, it was Josh who ended up marrying me and Alexis. Alexis is the gift of God that I did not deserve, 
And I still struggle with sin, she'll tell you so. But by his grace, I've been sober for 10 years. And Alexis, she supported me ever since the day I met her. Looking back, I should have been dead on the highway in Midland, Texas. Yet God not only chose to spare my life, he has given me a new life in his son, Jesus. Today, I have the honor of co-leading a men's step group with John Spaulding. We're leading our second group of guys, and we love each and every one of them. One of the things that we make it a point to do every Monday night is to read the Bible together. And by the way, Bryce, I love that you're using scripture tonight, man. Um, God's word through the Holy Spirit is the thing that's been changing all of us. John and I know that we can do nothing of ourselves. We simply point to what God's word says as we go through the steps and we let him do the work. 1 Corinthians 15.10 is my life verse where Paul writes, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. As much as I tried, I could never change myself and neither can you, but he can and he will if you let him. My name is Carter Hammond. I have a new life in Christ. I'm recovering from alcoholism, lust, anger, and the fear of man, and to God alone be all the glory. Amen. <laughs>